Welcome to the One to Nine podcast for interesting insights and knowledge from animals and other beings within multidimensional realms. And welcome to another podcast. I'm Karina. And I'm Diana, or Diane, whichever you prefer. I think I'm maybe Diane today. Okay, Diane today. I'm Karina at the moment. Okay. Um, today, I believe we're going to talk to the dolphins yes, again. Be, yes, we're going to be talking to them again. After our previous conversation with them, um, uh, they thanked us. And some of them left, but some of them stuck around. And now that they know we're going to be talking, we are talking to them again, some of them have come back. Um, How many is some? I don't know, maybe like four or five have come back. So maybe there's like ten around now. Mm-hmm. They were in a circle before. There were more of them previously. And these are multidimensional dolphins, or are these actual dolphins that we're communicating with? Actual dolphins that live on this planet, Earth? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm really, I'm not sure. I think originally we were thinking we were actually talking to the dolphins that live here. Right, because they said, Welcome. We look forward to seeing you in yes. February. Right. Right? Diana and I are going to go on a dolphin swimming trip in February. Right. But just because they said that doesn't mean that they're only in, so like, our physical world now. They could be also in the multidimensional world at the same time. That's true. Which is how, you know, we can talk to them now. Right. And so, this, like, you had been talking about sort of like the stories about dolphins rescuing uh, people and various other stories about dolphins helping humans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, I mean, I was kind of like wondering, how did they know we're going to be going there in February, right? But that answered my question, in that they can, they do know this kind of stuff. Right. And we were tapping into the dolphins the second we decided to go at least I was I got a I got a funny message from the dolphins I didn't even tell you about but (laughs) I was poking around on the internet looking for information about dolphins and seeing what other communicators had received as messages from them and one of the ones I stumbled on right away was about the dolphins skin and how it was capable of healing itself oh yeah no you 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 had talked about that yeah and um but in there one of the strongest messages from the dolphins was keep your skin nourished keep your skin nourished Uh it must be nourished and and it keeps coming the message keeps coming back to me in the middle of the night or whatever and i've been looking around for better oils or you know topicals that I can use on my skin to nourish my skin and I'm thinking I I almost need to get prepared for swimming with the uh, dolphins by nourishing my skin but they talked about how important the skin was and uh, humans don't realize how important keeping their skin was keeping their skin nourished was and keeping their skin healthy and I I got to thinking about it and it's like our largest organ is our skin right yeah and so it was an interesting message that I kept hearing. Do they have any suggestions on what kinds of things to use? They did not, but well, I mean, we I'll, could ask them. Right, but they probably use different things than we would, you know. 
Well, their bodies are mostly fat. Right. And they're in the salt water, so they have already probably chemically compounded themselves, you know, to be in perfect harmony with their environment versus us humans are, you know, sometimes we're in water, sometimes we're in air, we're constantly scrubbing ourselves off, we've invented all kinds of harsh chemicals for our skin, you know, we have, we don't have like a consistent environment or anything, you know, clothes we wear kind of wick moisture away from our skin, we have all kinds of things, the food we eat, they eat they eat what they eat. They eat what they eat. You know, they don't have like right. the choice of eating a McDonald's hamburger or a <laughs> which is probably a, a good salad. Thing. Oh, it's good that the dolphins well, don't have those choices. Well, it's a good thing that they don't have a choice of eating McDonald's hamburgers. You think they would choose that? <laughs> I don't know. There's lots of animals that would choose junk food over what they're supposed to be eating. Right. Well, anyway, all that affects our skin. So they just kept saying, "Nourish the skin. Nourish the skin." So. Um, we could pose the question to them. They don't know if they'd know the answer. Interesting. Um, and I found that castor oil, a shea butter I've used in the past, but that's too heavy for my skin. And I, for some reason, started, I'm not 100% convinced that that's, you know, the the final one uh-huh. or the, the final answer. No, okay. Now, are they saying this? Are they saying nourish your skin because they know we are going to be in the water for extended no, periods no. of time. No, no, that's saying nourish your skin because it's your largest organ. Take care of it. Oh, I see. Okay. They said the guy had asked him what is some advice you could give to humans, and they said nourish your skin and take care of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And it just keeps resonating, and so I'm like, all right, I'm I'm nourishing, I'm nourishing, I'm trying, I'm figuring right. it out. Huh. Wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but that's kind of, you know, maybe that's really important. I don't know. I don't I don't ocean. really I don't really know, but I do know if I'm about to get in the ocean swim around, I'm probably it's a good idea to show up with nourished skins. Right. And maybe the dolphins will like me better. <laughs> oh, I think they'll like you regardless. See, I mean, unless unless like you've got sort of like evil evil intent they they will like you, you know? yeah and generally they're they're pretty good read of character and they're pretty friendly to humans mm-hmm. in general in general okay <laughs> so in preparation for our trip that's coming up is there something that dolphins would like us to do to prepare okay so um yeah they're saying find out more about us ah Okay. Um, I was sort of drawn to do that anyway. I'm reading a couple books. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but then, well, why don't we just ask you ourselves? Uh, yeah, you could do that too. <laughs> it's like, what questions have you got? <laughs> okay. Um, do the dolphins, do you guys have, um, do you, what do you think about patriarchy? Is there patriarchy in the dolphin realm? What is patriarchy? You're asking this. It's kind of like a balance of masculine energy over feminine energy. Okay. An imbalance of masculine energy over feminine energy. Um, they're, okay, I don't, they're, they're saying something about their concept of energy, masculine and feminine energy. Um, it's not the same as ours. Uh, I can't really get what they're saying, though. Uh, okay, so, but in terms of patriarchy, how they're organized, it's like... I, 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 okay, I'm not talking about their answer, right? But I don't know anything about 
dolphin podcast structure or pod structure. Uh, but what they're saying is that there are some wise ones, meaning I take it to mean they could be male or female dolphins. Mm-hmm. Okay, wise ones who are basically in charge and they kind of like set the tone for the pod. Um, and then there's there's little groupings within the pod, um, kind of like little families, I guess. Um, and they're they arise because they just feel connected to each other in some more intimate way than the whole pod feels connected. And then and then so like of course the pod itself is a community with with some of the dolphins feeling more of a community spirit than others. But that's okay, you know? Everybody's an individual too. And they take everybody's opinions into account. So I'd have to say it's like it seems like they're saying it's more democratic than anything we've got because um, they they make decisions collectively. Is that because they communicate um, telepathically very easily between each other? Yeah, between each other. C- can you rephrase your question? Well, you in reference to you saying that it was more democratic than anything we know. In order to be able to take everybody's opinion into account they have to have some form of gathering that information that data and i'm just wondering if it's telepathic or if there's another system right first of all the pod is not it's not a country it's a very small grouping of right dolphins but 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 also because everybody's opinion is taken into account it's more like direct democracy which we don't have here Mm -hmm. we elect representatives right and the representative are supposed to represent whole big groups of people right right so basically everybody has a voice yes and the voice yeah yeah. unless you're kind of like a baby dolphin Mm -hmm. then it's kind of like okay they gotta wait until they grow up a little bit and do they communicate then telepathically or do they use their voices they use both they use both yeah to um, express their views, and then just do that. Does someone, the wiser ones, actually ask their opinions, or is it more of a, a knowing? Then they start discussing whatever's in front of them. I don't know. Um, they must have meetings of some sort. I mean, you could okay. No, I mean they don't want to be sort of like communicating with themselves telepathically all the time because they want to. I mean, they've got their own thoughts, right? Too, you know, they don't want to be connecting constantly with everybody so yeah they do meet to kind of communicate things either telepathically or in their little chirpy voices Um, and um, because they do want everybody's voice to be heard the people who don't speak um, not the people the dolphins who don't speak up they are asked what their opinions are that's very nice that's very nice right isn't it Mm -hmm. unless of course they're kind of like mean dolphins or misbehaving dolphins. See, this is, they've got kind of like this delicate balance. They have to be functioning as a cohesive group pod to be able to survive. So that means kind of like a standardization of some kind. You can't have everybody doing what they want all the time because that would be chaos. But there's some dolphins that just want to do what they want, doesn't matter what anybody else wants. So they gotta learn that. So they work with those dolphins, or do they send them off to be lone dolphins? I don't. Hmm. I think they work with them first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say they 
Like they've got so like what reform school? <laughs> <laughs> they have a reform school. <laughs> Very nice. Very sophisticated. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they do have schools. They've got education. I mean, I think in previous podcasts we talked about kind of like their their global knowledge base, which goes back eons. But um, maybe they need some kind of training to tap into it all the time because it's a vast amount of information. But they can, um, the things that they do every day, right? Uh, they learn by watching other dolphins and they learn by instruction too, by other dolphins. Mm -hmm. So you can say that there's, yeah, okay, they've got sort of like reform schools, but then they've got regular school too. And I'm assuming that the school is rather experiential in nature. Oh, definitely. Well, <laughs> yes, maybe. Okay. Um, they, do, they do create things in terms of oral stories, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so somehow those have to be passed down. Um, but they also have to learn how to create these oral stories mm -hmm. and also music. Are some of the dolphins musicians? Yeah. Some of them are writers? Yeah. Is there an example of an oral story that they would like to share with us? Oh dear. I'm asking them this. Um, um, hmm. Okay, so they've got, they've got entertaining stories and they've got oral stories that kind of like reflect their dolphin legacy. Um, okay, their entertaining stories are, are they seem to like puzzles, meaning uh, kind of like... Like the, mysteries? or Yeah, I was going to say, it's their equivalent of mysteries, <laughs> except, of course, you know, I mean, nobody, another dolphin is not going to be killing, a dolphin is not going to be killing another dolphin, so they don't really have mysteries in the same sense we do, mm -hmm. right? Um, but they, yeah, they, they, there are these entertaining stories that are like puzzles, I don't know if they can give me a specific one. Okay, I, I mean, I'd have to sort of like think about it more in order to, to get it from them. Mm -hmm. All right, we can come back to that. Yeah. I'm very interested to hear some <laughs> other oral stories. So a lot of dolphins save people's lives. They show up, they seem to know when to show up and they help. I think surfers know this and boaters have seen it. And uh, there's a lot of stories. Is is that part of their job to watch out for us humans in that way or do they just like to do it like a good samaritan would well i think they view it in terms of they would do it for other dolphins and other sea creatures who are not their enemies so of course they do it for humans <laughs> so it's not, not it's not like humans are this special category which they have to watch out for uh-huh no, they're just generally, you know, uh, good Samaritans mm -hmm. for all, all beings. Oh, very interesting. I mean, we, we humans would like to think that perhaps dolphins think of us as special. But, um, well, yeah, we do no. have we do have the capacity to wave and laugh and giggle and really enjoy the dolphins when they come close. And I don't know if that makes it worth their while to interact with us on those levels but some dolphins you know like the one in Ireland that stayed in for years in the bay up there you know they're just seem to be really enjoying hanging out with 
humans. Right. Yeah. Although it, that strikes me as not regular dolphin behavior, I'd be thinking, oh, isn't he lonely without other dolphins? But, but, I mean, it's like there were humans there, so it certainly fulfilled the dolphin's need for companionship. Um, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was, um, I just felt, I, the question was, you know, I understand they don't think they would help anybody, not just humans. They don't think humans are special in that regard, but do they think humans are special in other regards? Like our interest in interacting with them on many levels, um, aside from doing tests on them. Yeah, aside from that, right. Yeah, my, they do recognize us as being on a par with them. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, they don't, they don't view us as lesser, you know. They view us as kind of like equals. Um, and, um, yeah, which is why they like to interact with us. Um, but they also like to play games and be funny. And somehow the humans that they interact with so far, they wanted them to do that. They wanted the dolphins to do that. Yeah, who doesn't like a entertaining dolphin? Yeah. An acrobat from a dolphin, a dolphin that seems to be talking to you or right. saying something. Yeah, but then, so like from the, from the dolphin's perspective, how do they view the humans? Are we entertaining to them? Are we, I mean, we don't do acrobatics for them. Um, no, What but, do they get out of it? Yeah, that's a good question. What do they get out of it? Well, everybody likes a little praise, so we praise the dolphins for doing something like that. Is the praise enough, or do they want us to entertain them? Maybe, you, I know, like, in aquariums, sometimes you see people trying to entertain the dolphins a little bit. But do they want, do they want underground TVs? Do they want more of us to jump in the water and try and do acrobats for them do they really want do they want our praise or do they actually want us to perform for them or, or do something for them i don't know i mean that's something i guess we could find out yeah well or maybe they're just okay they say they like performing right they like which, performing we already discussed how they like they chose those bodies right. because they're acrobatic um because they can move quickly in the water and freely and they like acrobatics right so they like our praise and acknowledgement for their uh, yeah but that can't i mean is that the only thing that they get out of this they must get more out of this maybe they're maybe they would like more we'll ask yeah okay uh yeah they okay they want to see kind of like ooh, boy some kind of human dolphin civilization do they want us to come down underwater or do they want to they come want up more more interaction they want more interaction yeah so like like it was before before meaning so like uh, eons ago eons ago before so we're having trouble with this interaction the dilemma of interaction because we don't feel it's right to put dolphins in captivity and so many of them die in captivity and we can't guarantee good um management of their captive situations and no they don't want to be slaves right they don't want to be slaves so do they have any ideas of how we could interact with them without well, without we'd, we'd infringing have, on their freedom and their we'd have to figure out how to live underwater part of the time well we know how to do that with scuba 
gear, but that's quite cumbersome. Oh, yeah, I'll say. So, I mean, it's like... But they're saying that's what they'd like? That's ideally. Not, not, not humans and scuba deer, but humans to figure out some way to actually live underwater some of the time. Interesting. Well, we could do it. You know, you just need a long pipe. So you're not carrying the tank with you. You, you. We wouldn't be able to go as deep as the dolphins, but we would be able to swim around for longer if we had a, like a, not a pipe, but a hose. You know, with the... <laughs> right. Yeah. And we could spend more time. Hmm. They're thinking about this question, you know. I mean, if that's really what they want, you know, it's... Uh... But they want it to be sort of like to the benefit of everybody. Right. Meaning that we'd have to be making some improvements in our lifestyles. As in, like, the sunscreens we wear or the our consciousness levels? Um, well, not, not the sunscreens. Oh. Okay. Um, um, improvements in communication. With the dolphins. With the dolphins, right? Improvements in, well, they're saying we should be making improvements about how we communicate with each other. That's what they're saying. With each other, meaning humans to, to talk humans, to humans. Yeah. And improvements also to to their environment, if we're going to be in it part of the time, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right now they have things like underground bars and um, underwater bars and stuff where you can go down and... The dolphins have this? No, the people have it. <laughs> you can go into this underground bar and sit there and dolphins can swim around. But they're, but they're outside of the glass. Well, any fish can swim around, basically. So they're outside the glass. So right. there's not real interaction. Other than you can wave and you can see right. them more in their environment. Is that like a baby step? Or is that just annoying to them? Well, it's not annoying because they realize, okay, this is a, a, an effort on the part of humans, right? But it's kind of like, it's not really an effort towards enhancing dolphin-human interaction. It's more of an effort to enhance its, you know, money-making capabilities. Oh, yeah. Well, and I don't know, once you enter the alcohol in there, you might not be (laughs) enhancing communication. (laughs) Right. So, um, they're actually finding this conversation very interesting. So, so there's an area in Hawaii called Dolphinville where people feel one with the dolphins and they apparently, a lot of them try and swim with the dolphins, but then there's been a lot of laws that have stopped that capacity. Did the dolphins miss those people that were swimming with them regularly? Do they miss that freedom or are they glad the laws are in place because it was getting to be too much? Um... Okay, well, I mean, they're saying that these, the humans were not tourists. Uh, the humans were people living there. Right, Dolphinville were people living right. there. And so, they, I, there is some kind of, there's still interaction between the, the humans and the dolphins, but they're saying it's not like it was before. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they do miss it. Um, but, I mean, they can't really do anything about it, the dolphins. Mm-hmm. So... You know, they just say, well, it is what it is. Um, But they're saying the humans are finding other ways to interact with them, too. Uh Uh-huh. So it's not like they're totally cut off. (laughs) 
Is it recording now? Yeah. Okay. They're they're really looking forward to meeting us in February. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm really glad they gave us the information they gave us today. And um, Well, they can give us more information, no? Right on, now? On perhaps topics that we don't want to be talking about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 yeah. Well, maybe we should wrap this one up for now. Yes, we should. And then we can do a whole... Another podcast again with the dolphins and ask them more questions. And I have to say to the dolphins, thank you. And I'm very excited about meeting them as well. Yes, yes. We all, we're all excited about meeting each other. All right. That's it. That's all for this episode of the One to Nine Podcast. Thank you for listening. And please sign up for our newsletter at one to nine podcast.com.